Hey, pull up a chair. Attacks on Tap with David Axelrod and Mike Murphy. Welcome, Hackaroos. This is a special extra edition. We're recording this on Friday midday after we all got the late news that the President of the United States and the First Lady have been tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Boys, what does it mean for the campaign? I'm here with Axe First of all, can I, can I just say, can this get any any freaking stranger? Yeah. This, this, this whole thing is, you could not, Murphy uh, gifted a, uh, a screenwriter as you are. You could not have written this script the way this thing is unfolding. It, it, it's incredible. No one would buy it because it wouldn't be nearly plausible. Right. I mean, if you had pitched this as a movie 10 years ago, people would throw you out of the business. You know, <laughs> I mean, I've already got the next thing planned. Godzilla is going to come into town with 500 aliens riding on him. And yeah. people are going to be like, eh, you know, sure. That's another crazy day. Yeah. And Trump will say, I warned you about those aliens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but they, listen, uh, we all, I mean, I went to bed thinking, boy, it's odd that the White House has not. Uh, you know, they, they have quick tests over there that they've not released the results of this test. And I and I woke up in the middle of the night thinking, I better check my phone uh, because I have a, a bad feeling about this. And sure enough, uh, he tested uh, positive. And, uh, uh, and obviously the big question for the hacks uh, is, uh, what does it mean? I mean, let, let us first certify yeah, yeah. that we, 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 our thoughts are with the president and the first lady, hope they make a speedy uh, recovery. But, um, you know, this is another seismic event in a campaign that's been filled with them. Yeah, we have a traditional October earthquake surprise about every hundred hours on this campaign. Yeah, I know. That's why we hacks on tappers now are now hacks on call. That's what we're going to call ourselves <laughs> well, you know, for the we, rest we, of the race. We're, we're ready to speculate yeah. because we all are proud graduates of the Hack School of Medicine. So we're highly exactly. qualified to make speculative uh, insights here. So yes. let's start. Go ahead, Gabe. Obviously, the, one of the things it does is, I mean, it, it does two things simultaneously, right? It freezes the race, but it also thrusts forward one single issue that probably right. dominates now right. for until the end. And, you know, we've had this conjecture. Will the debate change the race? Will the New York Times tax story change the race? Will this change the race? Will that change the race? I mean, the one thing, I, I, I think the electorate will continue to be in, enormously stable, but it, it, it freezes the ability to talk about anything other than this for anything in the foreseeable future. Yeah, this is, uh, is going to lead the news. And it comes at a time when the virus is resurgent. The president had been headed to Wisconsin, had to cancel an event there, in lacrosse because uh wisconsin is now being overrun by the virus uh you know scientists have warned that as the fall approached that there could be another uh wave of this and sadly it, it, we're beginning to see that so uh this is a you know this confluence of events is thrusting the virus uh, back it also takes the president off the field murphy yeah it does you know i think it's a I agree with Gibbs. It freezes the race, but it doesn't freeze the campaign. Nobody is suspending anything. Nobody's pulling ads, which I think is appropriate. We're in October. The arguments have to be, you know, prosecuted. But the president will not be able to make as much news. I think we will have more related news. I guess, my guess, I hope I'm wrong, 
for the people involved, but I think we're going to hear about more positive testing from White House staff. People were in the helicopter going to New Jersey for the indoor fundraiser. Um, and, and so there's going to be a week of kind of examination of that. There's going to be criticism, which the White House can fix if they change their M.O. about the lack of transparency in the White House. No kidding. Well, That's going to me... be a thing. And, but, but to the point we're all making, it's going to keep the race kind of frozen on that, which is not Trump on offense. Now, that said, there's going to be some sympathy for the president. Americans want their president to be healthy and well, regardless of politics, even as polarizing as he is. And I think some of the, I, I look at Twitter, I look at some of the cable TV, I told you so. Um, the snark level ought to be controlled and the tone ought to be addre- addressed. Yeah. Particularly by people who don't like the president, because there will be some sympathy here. And, um, you know, they, 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 just for the good of the country, they ought to, they ought to hold it back. I, I agree with that. And I think tonally, I think the Biden campaign has to consider the tone of their ads. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've got, I just saw an ad, uh, last night on health and healthcare. I've seen it before. That was part biographical about his own struggles with his family in the healthcare system, in the healthcare system. Um, and those kinds of ads I think are better. Uh, you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be running negative, harshly negative ads. I don't know what's going to do to you, Murphy. Uh, you mischievous. Uh, oh, I, our campaign of integrity. You know the, the the interesting thing is if you look at the Arvat Florida ads where we spent over five million bucks, um, uh, highly targeted at, at suburban swing voters, they're pretty soft. Uh, we learned early from our focus groups Trump bashing in in the voter world. People have decided. Yeah, you know they're that curious about some more information. Most of our stuff is as much about Biden and, and soft contrast. So we're going to keep running it. But the tone is a deal. I agree with that. And I, the media, you know, which doesn't like Trump, and in my view, there are plenty of reasons not to. Um, I, it was interesting driving over. I flipped between the two non-Fox networks, and there was a little bit of snark, and uh, we told you so, and almost it, it, it was a bit of a victory lap vibe that I'm telling you. No, no, it, that's, is, is that's not that smart. It's away. not smart, and it's not right. What is right. fair, I think, what is fair is to point out that just a couple of days ago, the president stood on a debate platform and ridiculed yeah. Joe Biden for wearing a mask. And, uh, you know, the irony of this whole thing is for all these months, the president has resisted um, standing behind the guidance of his own public health experts and urging people to wear masks, urging people to keep their distance, urging people uh, to follow guidelines. And now he stands as a, a glaring example of why those things are necessary and why you need to do them. And I don't think I don't think it's inappropriate uh, to raise that. But uh I would you say know, there, are, there, are ramific- there are ramifications to this, Robert, uh, one of which is debates. And, yeah. um, you know, maybe the country will be relieved, but it's really hard to see how at least that debate on October 15th goes forward. I, I expect we're going to see a vice presidential debate next week. I'm not sure these guys will ever be on a debate stage together again. Uh, and if, the, if, if we may we may be seeing debates over zoom like we've gotten accustomed to doing meetings and discussions and even happy hours over zoom i want to put my press secretary hat on just for one second i dusted it off it's in the very back of my closet i like the uh, purple feather yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh at the white house today there needs to be a briefing in the white house briefing room with the president's primary care physician 
we need to uh, the White House press corps needs to be able to ask him questions, and the world needs to hear those answers. That's first and foremost. Secondly, at that briefing, uh, preferably uh, not a lot of people, socially distant, wearing a mask. We need public health official. It could be Dr. Fauci. It could be from somebody from the CDC or the FDA. We need to use this as a teachable moment to reset what Americans need to do to stay safe and healthy. Okay, we've 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 had enough of this uh, bullshit, if you will, back and forth on whether or not you should wear a mask and be socially distant. That that debate should have ended uh, around midnight last night. Okay, um, I would get Joe Biden on camera today. Uh, I would have him. He's do a out. Statement. He's going to be in Michigan. Yep. I definitely have him out uh, reassuring the country. It's a moment to be and to act and to sound presidential. And and I would also, lastly, uh, if I was at the White House, I would I would even if I had to tape something, I'd get Trump out there. Uh, you know, we we the, one of the first things I thought of, David, was uh, you know you and I have been in the bottom of that bunker in the White House going through a continuity of of government <laughs> yeah. briefing, right? Yeah. And, there's no doubt there are different. There's a different force structure in the air right now over the skies of the United States. Our defense condition, uh, our DEFCON, has likely been changed. Meetings have been had in capitals around the world to think about the weakness of national security. And I'm not presupposing anything uh, on on where any of the virus goes. I'm just saying adversaries are looking for weakness, and uh, it's really important that the picture of our continuing government is in the forefront today. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think Pence, who's tested negative, uh, ought to raise profile a little bit for all those send a signal that the machinery is working just fine to foreign um, adversaries. Well, I, presumably they're going to put the, they, or they've talked about putting the president out in some way to to reassure people. But look, um, I, and I appreciate your points, Robert, but, the, you know, let's get back to the hacky all right, I'm gonna put that, my hat away. Hold on. Hacky work <laughs> in front of us. Sorry to take us. The, the sorry to take us up to twenty five thousand feet. I'm ready to go yeah. back down. No, no, you're you're giving us a nosebleed here. I'm dizzy uh, from <laughs> lack of oxygen up there. All right, we we've solved world affairs. Now now going now that we've now back to the, the regular. The, the Pentagon can breathe easy. We've handled that. And the, the, the you're Z welcome. is picking up the red phone right you're now. Welcome. Stand down. The hacks have straightened us out. <laughs> <laughs> but but back to the go ahead. I've got a hack question that you do. You go first, and then I'll throw mine out. The reality of the situation is he is a he is an older man. He does have risk factors. I asked a a, a public health expert uh, who was you know working on this uh, what the what the you know what this looks like, and you know they said this is uh, serious because of underlying. Uh, conditions and based the bottom line on it was Boris Johnson's COVID timeline was he was discharged from the hospital about 17 days from onset, which began, you know, the symptoms that the president has now is usually how this begins. It's not usually how it ends. And it, it took him about 30 days to get back to work. Well, if that were the, and he, he, you know, you have symptoms for weeks after that, if that is the case, he he may be sidelined for all or most of the rest of the campaign. And yeah, that is a different world. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean yeah. that 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 is you know now I have a theory. Here's my theory. My theory is yeah everybody's been talking about the president. It's been shameful his his uh you know sort of his 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 talking down the process and suggesting that it's all fraudulent and so on. I always view this less as a prelude to a coup attempt as some people have posited it as. 
I, I think that he is uh, setting up a context for losing in which he doesn't have to admit that he lost, that he lost. Um, you know, one other yeah. thing that this does is he, he has a very, va- he'll have a, he'll be able to say to himself, you know, if I were out there, if I were on the trail, if I were able to make my case, right. if I could have my rallies, I would have won that race. And it's one more way this virus has screwed me. Yeah, no, I think he could be smiling right now watching his soaps, thinking of that aspect of it. Because I think the campaign goes in two directions now. He either gets fairly sick, and I talked to an elite uh, a doc who's been treating a lot of elderly COVID patients in L.A., uh, who basically said there's, there's about a 30% chance it'll get pretty serious with him. And the, the fatality rate over 70 with some of his comorbidity, you know, we don't have a hard, hard data, but is in the 7 to 9 Percent, so it could get really bad, but that's still less than ten percent. But the idea of getting pretty sick is not. So it'll become kind of a COVID retirement campaign, all, almost. He'll be off the field. Everything will be locked in. Uh, there'll be more spotlight on Biden now um, because people will jump to some of those conclusions if it gets worse. So Biden has to navigate all that. But the other campaign is, is Trump has the lesser version of it, which a, a lot of people get and get over. Um, and then in 14, 18 days, as we're coming in on the campaign, Trump says, yeah, it was like the flu. I beat it. What a comeback. God bless America. Here I am, tough as a mule. Meanwhile, Biden's still hiding. He's afraid of a little germ. And there'd be some sympathy for Trump having gone through it and Melania. You know, does it give him a, a new leash on, on life if it's the lesser case 10 days out? It's kind of an interesting scenario. I don't know whether it gives him a new leash on life, but I think this uh, virus is a leash on him uh, politically. And, you know, I I think that he I think it's a really good question. And that's the open question, because this is uncharted waters. And we don't know how the virus is going to turn out. We just know he's in a higher risk category. So what we do know is what Robert said earlier, which is that the virus has not been uh, the virus, you know, hangs from him like an anchor. And the virus now is the story, and it will be the story. And um, if he is resurgent, his denials uh, of the virus, virus will come back more to center. Now, you're right. He could say, look, I survived it. But that's not good. That's going to be cold comfort to the survivors of the 220 million, uh, 220,000 who've already died. If he does it right, which he probably won't because he's Trump, but if he does more of a Boris Johnson, which is, wow, I've never, I love my doctors. Now I understand. Now I got it. I've been through it myself. I see the mistakes, some of which were my fault. There is a reclock ability if it's a mild case for him. Now, yeah. I think with his ego, he'll say, yeah, I beat it. You know, I, I, I had a sneeze for four days. You know, I'm invincible. I'm a tough guy, which is one of the problems with White House transparency. Trump's not going to want to ever look sick on TV or anything. So my guess is it'll get all bungled. But there is a window if it's a mild case for him. You make a good yeah, point. Yeah, though I would say this. I think the other scenario is that, that we haven't seen a lot of in-person campaigning already in this campaign. So I guess one question is, would we miss the fact that there isn't as much of a day-to-day campaign because you are going to have, you've got hundreds of millions of dollars of ads prosecuting those arguments. I think the likelihood is that this, like many of our events, if you were opposed to the president, you your theory is he never took this seriously and now he's gotten sick. Uh, and, uh, the other side of it says to your point, Murphy, he's, uh, is a combination of sympathetic, but he's also, um, you know, he's rallied. So my guess is in some ways, my hunch is that it, it freezes and is 
is just another one of those big events inside a very stable electorate. Um, I'm watching CNN. The press secretary just came out on the driveway to brief. I mean, I think, it, look, I, I think the questions, they're still going to have to answer some hard questions, right? So they, they knew about possible exposure yesterday and still went to New Jersey. And so I think. Yeah, this week will be full of that. And who Well, I do think sick? there's some sympathy on one side of this. There's also going to be a reckoning on on just some very logical timeline questions that the White House has always struggled to be forthright about. And, um, I, I, you know, it, it's a, it's going to be a very, it's going to be a very interesting time. Look, it, it may be that Mike Pence becomes essentially the chief spokesperson for the Trump campaign, uh, becomes the, the campaigner in chief, if you will. And look, he's a lot more on message than, than Donald Trump is. So there's, well, a lot I mean, of, we are about to run an experiment, which is with the vice presidential debate. We've seen how, Trump has done with Trump uh, as the front man for the Trump campaign. Uh, he's not going to be the front man for the Trump campaign, at least for the foreseeable future, um, other than maybe occasional call-ins to, um, to Hannity. Um, and, you know, maybe the reverse is true. Maybe a little less Trump is what he needs right now. <laughs> no, I think that's probably always a good idea. And Pence is pretty good. The Pence-Harris debate will become a bigger thing now. But what about this, guys? If the We will have, I agree, a week of who was on the helicopter. Some poor people will be sick from the uh, uh, the indoor fundraiser he was on the way to. There's going to be lots of, uh, I think, legitimate blame into how they conducted this. But then— Yeah, state of New the, Jersey, by the way, Mike, is they're, they're uh, doing contact tracing yeah, for, for everybody who was at that uh, fundraiser. The media looks at this thing in five days— Trump is sick. The polls are frozen. Biden's seven or eight points ahead. Uh, and they're going to come to the conclusion it's highly unlikely that, that Trump's going to, you know, be be off the deal. This is kind of the retirement. Trump's not going to get reelected. Biden's the president-elect. And they, will they start covering him in a different way? Because Biden has benefited from the Trump show. Uh, and he's a challenger. It's normally about the incumbent. But if, the, if, if people start jumping to conclusions, I think Biden's going to get looked at in a much tougher way than he would have had the president not been sidelined like this. That's true. On the other hand, this is, you know, this is kind of a situation that's tailor made for Biden. Right. The comforter in chief, the empathetic guy, the guy who's, you know, a calming influence. If he goes out there and he looks like a president and he reassures the country yeah, that we're going to get work. through this. That will help him. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is going to be an interesting time. The power, I think, of having him do to start to do that today in terms of, of the empathy for, the, for, the, for President Trump and for the First Lady and, and, and talking through this, I think, is, will be powerful and begin to set the example of that empathetic father figure, if you will. Yeah. What about the Supreme Court uh, deal? Um, does, you know, uh, a number of people who are involved in that have uh, turned up positive. The president of Notre Dame, who was at the uh, at the ceremony on Sunday, uh, Mike Lee, Senator yeah. Lee, who was met with uh, Barrett. She's tested negative so far, but we should say too that that a lot of these people are going to need to be tested multiple times over the next five to seven days because false negative is a is a concern of doctors particularly at the very beginning of um, exposure. Uh, so a lot of people need to be tested. I I would never bet against Mitch McConnell getting something done regardless of the time. Oh, yeah, man. He's uh, 
He's he's he put him in a bubble and he'll get it done. I remember the old uh, Bob Dole move where they they wheeled uh, Pete Wilson in on a on a gurney when he was senator from California to get a vote. And you know if Mike Lee gets pretty sick and if there are other positive cases in the Senate, then in a two vote war of the worlds that becomes a thing. Yeah, that's um, true. So th- this is going to just introduce more yeah. unbelievably chaos into both the campaign and I think the floor of the Senate. Yeah, well, there's I've I've been stunned throughout this entire time period that the House and the Senate haven't figured out how to vote remotely. Yeah, um, it's yeah. just well, I had to get you know continuity of government stuff again, but it's th- just it may remarkable. become more appealing uh, to yes. Mitch McConnell. Uh, Absolutely, yeah, but not to Chuck Schumer till there's a Supreme Court vote. He's going to want to <laughs> hold it on a jogging track. No, it'll be uh, some partisan wrangling. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to want a single change because maybe they think they, they w- will lose an our vote or two to hospitalization or sickness, God forbid. Stand by. Stand yep. by. You never know. We may have to break out another special. And, <laughs> or do another and, extra in, in three hours. hours. Yeah. But in right. the meantime, there was a fantastic episode taped yesterday. I know it was good because I wasn't on it. <laughs> and uh, it's up on iTunes now, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So... Check out that episode for all the stuff you need to hear. This was just a quick extra on the shocking news that the president, who we all wish well for a speedy recovery, regardless of politics, has COVID-19. And thank you for, uh, we had Charlie Sykes on the show. Thank you for allowing us to make sport of you for the entire episode. (laughs) He's a Uh, good man. Yeah, (laughs) he's great. He's great. I hope people will check it out. And I will check you guys out very, very soon. Stay safe out there, guys. Yeah, and I'll see See you Tuesday, Axe. Yep. Looking forward to it. Bloviating again. All right, Hackaroo, stay safe and wear a mask. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely.